0: Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 249 of the podcast. And on this episode, I'm talking about infielder Manny Machado agreeing to a contract extension with the San Diego Padres. Machado has agreed to an 11-year contract extension worth $350 million. Machado had previously signed a 10-year deal with the team in 2019, but this offseason implied that he was going to opt out and become a free agent at the end of the year. The Padres in recent years have surprisingly become baseball's biggest spender. This offseason, they signed shortstop Xander Bogarts to an 11-year $280 million deal and signed starting pitcher Hugh Darvish to a 5-year $108 million extension. The Padres currently have four players on the roster who will make over $20 million next season, and surprisingly, Manny Machado isn't one of them. The third baseman, will make only $13 million and won't be making big money until 2027, where he will make $35 million a year for seven years in a row. This is a team that used to lose its star players to bigger markets. Adrian Gonzalez was traded to the Boston Red Sox. Now they're not only keeping their players, they're going outside of the organization and giving free agents big-time money. The money here might sound ridiculous, but Manny has been ridiculously good during his time in San Diego. In four seasons, Machado has hit 108 home runs, drove in 340 runs with a 280 batting average, and this past season finished second place in the National League MVP voting. He is far and away a top 10 positional player in all of baseball. So it makes sense that the team is doing everything and anything to keep him on the roster, although I do have mixed feelings on teams' big spending. On one hand, in the moment, it's great. These are great players, but Machado is 30 years old and the Padres will be lucky to get six more elite seasons out of him. The truth is, to make all of these deals worth it, the team needs to win a World Series championship and it does feel like this upcoming season could be their best chance. The Dodgers have had a quiet offseason. In fact, they even lost Trey Turner. And the reigning World Series championship Astros just lost Justin Verlander. If the Padres are going to win the World Series and be not only the team that spends the most money, but be the most dominant team in baseball, I think 2023 has to be their year. This is a team that hasn't been to the World Series since 1998 where they lost to that dominant New York Yankees team and the only other World Series they went to was in 1984 where they again lost the World Series. The Padres are one of five MLB teams who have never won the World Series the other Others include the Seattle Mariners, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Texas Rangers, who have also surprisingly spent a lot of money this past offseason. One of the things that have driven the Padres to spend like this is the LA Dodgers. They routinely win the division. They spend a boatload of money on players like Mookie Betts. This is the only way that the San Diego Padres are ever going to compete with a team like the LA Dodgers, because the Dodgers have an Unlimited amount of resources the Dodgers not only spend money, but they also develop players who routinely win rookie of the years and MVPs the Padres cannot do both things. So the Padres are firmly invested in these veteran players. So the Padres have a window to win. They don't have forever. This isn't going to be a long run. This is an 11 year deal for Manny Machado, but in my estimation, they have about four to five years to win. Win the World Series. Xander Bogards is one of my favorite players. He's getting up there. He's not going to be great in his ninth year as a member of the San Diego Padres. There is a window for this team to win, and I think that window is now. The team has one of the better managers in all of baseball, Bob Melvin, who has multiple times won manager of the year, but has never won the big one, and mainly in the past, you could give him the excuse, well, he was managing the Oakland A's, one of the smallest markets in all of baseball. Now he is managing the juggernaut San Diego Padres that have an all-star in almost every position on the roster. Getting back to Machado, he really is on his way to a Hall of Fame career. He's currently at 283 career home runs, and I would personally be shocked if he doesn't reach that 500 number. The thing missing from his resume is postseason success. Winning a World Series would of course do wonders for his overall legacy, and he's been on these second-rate teams. He was a member of the Baltimore Orioles. If Manny Machado was on the New York Mets, he would be a way bigger name than what he is now, and now he is on a team that is spending lots of money. The San Diego Padres are getting attention, but they are not one of baseball's bigger markets. They're not New York. They're not even St. Louis that loves baseball. For Manny Machado to make it big and for the Padres to gain a lot of attention like the other markets, they need to do one thing. They need to win. I would put them on the top of the list of teams with the most pressure on them. The Mets are there because they spent a lot of money. The Texas Rangers spent a lot of money, so they have to be good. But the Padres have the pressure where they they need to win it all to justify this inordinate amount of spending. You can't have these kind of contracts on your roster if you're not winning. I always think back to the Philadelphia Phillies. They won the World Series and then they paid all of their players and they couldn't keep all of those guys and they were stuck with some really bad contracts. They had Ryan Howard, Chase Udley, Jimmy Rollins. These guys were once great players. But when you have these kind of big contracts and the players are no longer producing, it can really put a strain on your organization. The worst thing you can be in the sport of baseball is a team riddled with a bunch of bad contracts. And if the Padres don't win in the next five years, they could be stuck with a bunch of bad contracts. So they need to justify that by winning it all. And again, I want to reiterate this. The reason that the Padres have to spend this kind of money on a guy like Manny Machado because they themselves as a team are not producing young star players. They have put all of their resources in building this veteran-laden roster. These are not players they sought out and developed. They are veteran players who they took from other teams. Xander Bogarts had his best years with the Red Sox, Manny Machado with the Orioles, Hugh Darvish with the Rangers. They have traded for and signed already established players, and that's what they have invested in so far. And at this point, GM Adre Preller is simply doubling down on that investment. And I'm sure they won't be keeping all of these players for the remainder of these massive contracts and I could see Fernando Tatis Jr. being the first to go. He's no longer the face of the franchise after his suspension. He's no longer viewed as a shortstop. He's going to be playing some outfield and you have to question his long-term future with the team, especially if he comes back from his suspension and isn't the same player that he was before. Signing Xander Bogarts and re-signing Manny Machado are assigned to me that they no longer view him as the future face of the team, that they are ready to move on from Fernando Tatis Jr. because both of those guys are capable of playing shortstop. Xander Bogarts is going to play shortstop for the foreseeable future for the San Diego Padres, and Manny Machado is capable of playing shortstop. So where does that leave Fernando Tatis Jr.? I see him out the door in the next year or so, which I'll admit isn't good. I mean, this was a guy that was going to be one of the future faces of baseball, this is a guy who is going to be the face of the San Diego Padres. I do think an organization's best player should be a guy that they developed into a superstar player. Like the Boston Red Sox re-signed Rafael Devers. That feels good because Devers developed into a star player with the Boston Red Sox. Manny Machado was long before he was a Padre, a star player on the Baltimore Orioles. It doesn't have that same same feeling when your best players are stars from other teams, and the only way you can really get over that is if you win the World Series. Yes, the Phillies' best players are players that were stars other places. Like Bryce Harper is thought of as a Washington National. He goes to the Phillies. They go to a World Series, and again, he's going to be there for so long that at some point you're going to view Bryce Harper as more of a Philadelphia Philly. But still, I just think you want your best players to be home. Grown talent. In the history of baseball, the teams that become dynasty are the ones that have homegrown talent. The Dodgers developed star players after star players like Jackie Robinson. The Yankees developed Joe DiMaggio and Mickey Mantle. They didn't trade for them. They didn't take them from other teams. They had developed them into Hall of Fame players and their fans have relationships with them long after their playing career. Baseball's it team of the moment the Houston Astros developed these stars like Jose Altuve and now Jordan Alvarez they are having a second wave of this run because they've developed new stars to replace their old ones that's how I view the best way to build a baseball team yes you want to have some big veteran players on your team like the Astros had Justin Verlander but you don't want all of your players to be stars that came from other teams that's not a sustainable Model, I feel like you want at least one star player that you developed. And for the Padres, that was supposed to be Fernando Tatis Jr., but now there is real question as to if he will ever be that star player again after everything he's been through with the injuries and the suspension. Is your star player now the face of the San Diego Padres? Is that now Manny Machado? And I really wonder, is that a good thing? for the San Diego Padres, that their star player is a 30-year-old who is signed to an 11-year deal. You know that you have probably already seen the best of Manny Machado. The thing about Fernando Tatis Jr. was we have no idea what his ceiling is going to be, and I think that's what builds dynasties. I think that's what builds Hall of Fame resumes. Manny Machado, I think, is going to make the Baseball Hall of Fame. But one could argue he's already seen his best year in the big leagues. And the fact that you can say that about a number of players on the San Diego Padres, I believe is a scary thing. Xander Bogarts, I've seen the best of Xander Bogarts when he was with the Red Sox. I watched him really closely. He's going to go to the San Diego Padres and be really consistent. But is he going to have his best years ever as a member of the San Diego Padres? I would be surprised if that was the case. I think signing Bogarts was a good idea. And I think signing Manny Machado it was something they had to do. The one contract I look at and go, "What are you doing here?" is the Yu Darvish one. This is a veteran pitcher who, even at his best, I never viewed as one of the five best pitchers in all of baseball. And now you're just handing out a hundred million dollars to a guy who is at the back end of his career and is thought of as the guy that cost the Dodgers a World Series title. He was not good in that postseason. I don't view Yu Darvish as an ace pitcher. I think at best, he should be your number three pitcher in a rotation. I don't view him as a guy who you want to give the ball in the biggest games possible. I don't think he's going to come up big in those moments. That's the contract I look at and I go, wow, Padres, you're maybe spending too much money. And when you give out these kind of big contracts, I think we've already seen the worst case scenario when it comes to the Padres. It's exactly what happened to Eric Hosmer. They took Eric Hosmer from the Kansas City Royals, gave him a massive deal, it looked good at the time, but then Eric Hosmer just didn't work out for whatever reason on his new team, the Padres, and that's what happens when it comes to baseball contracts, you don't know that a guy is going to produce the same way he did for his past teams, as good as these players look, and as consistent as you think they are, you just don't know how these contracts are going to play out, you've seen it time and time again, Carl Crawford was one of the best players in the AL East, then he went to the Red Sox in the same division and he wasn't even half the player. Surprising things happen when you give guys a massive, massive contract. And the Padres have already seen it with Eric Hosmer, yet they're still willing to spend money like there's no tomorrow. And maybe the sport of baseball has forced them to do this because what else are they supposed to do? Are they just supposed to lay down for the LA Dodgers? That's not what they should do. I think right now they're doing what they're forced to do it's not the best move I don't think it's going to end up with them winning the World Series I think if they do win the World Series it has to be in a year like this where like I said teams are not spending like they used to the Red Sox are not spending money like they used to the Dodgers are not spending money like they used to the Astros lost a star player the Dodgers lost a star player it seems like the kind of year where a team like the San Diego Padres could swoop in and win the World Series but Yet you also have other teams that have spent money this offseason. The New York Mets are going to be there. They now have two aces in Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer. You also have the Philadelphia Phillies, who added Trey Turner. The Padres are spending the loudest, but in my opinion, are not spending the wisest. They are signing veteran players. Most of them are their own. I mean, the two bigger contracts they've given out are Manny Machado and Hugh Darvish, guys who are already on their team. They're banking on Xander Bogarts to come in and really turn them around and help them win the World Series. In the case of Bogarts, I really do like this signing because he is a proven winner. He was on two Red Sox teams that won it all in 2013 and 2018, and I think that's something that's been left off of the Padres. They've signed guys. I mean, Eric Hosmer was a winner, but I view Xander Bogarts as a kind of clubhouse guy who can really help turn the Padres into the winners that we expect them to become because it's seems like every year the story is the same. The Padres get off to a really good start but then by the second half of the season we no longer view them as a title contending team and that needs to change especially when you're spending this kind of money you can't falter at the end. I can admit seeing the San Diego Padres spend like this is upsetting because my team the Boston Red Sox don't spend like this anymore. It's fun to root for a team and think any move is possible at any time, and even more importantly to think that the team is going to keep its core together at any cost. The money and the link of these contracts are getting stupid, and this deal between the Padres and Manny Machado is another example of that. And we won't know for a few years if this was a smart deal for the Padres, but Manny played this beautifully, hinting he would leave and getting more money. And it is possible he would have gotten even more if he had gone on to the market, but he wants to be a member of the Padres, and why not? They're giving players 10-year deals like it's nothing. That's the scary thing about these contracts is the 10-year aspect. How many times do we have to say these 10-year deals don't look good at the end of them? Albert Pujols, Miguel Cabrera, the list goes on. You've heard them. Robinson Cano. We've all heard of the worst contracts in baseball. But it's surprising that the people that don't care about it the most are the teams themselves. They're still spending and they're still giving those years like they don't know the history because maybe in the end it really doesn't matter to these teams at all. And part of it has to be because deep down the Padres and their general manager AJ Preller knows we would never talk about the Padres if it weren't for their ridiculous spending. The only ways we've ever talked about them is if they went to the World Series or won the World Series. The only other way we keep them in the news is by this ridiculous spending and it's been his MO since he got to the Padres. He's given out these massive deals time and time again. And every time the media falls for it and we talk about the Padres. And I do think it's a big deal that a team like this is spending a ridiculous amount of money. But what I haven't figured out is if it will ever lead to them winning a championship. I hope so. I mean, I'm kind of rooting for it because I want these teams that have been less aggressive in recent years to get back to spending big money. So if a team like the Padres wins the World Series with this group full of players that they've traded for or signed, other teams would follow suit, and that I think would be good for the game of baseball. I want free agency to matter. I want signing guys to matter, but the problem is in this sport, it never has really ended up leading to winning World Series championships. You win World Series championships with a mix of homegrown talent and some free agent signings. The Padres are trying to do everything with just the last these are not players they developed into stars. They came to the Padres as multiple time all-stars. Let me end on this note. My point is I feel like more teams are trying to copy the Astros model than the Padres model and it's clear why. The Astros have two World Series championships to show for it with their homegrown talent and they keep on churning out stars like Jordan Alvarez and Jeremy Pena who looks like he's going to replace Carlos Correa as one of the top shortstops in all of baseball, that's the model you want to copy because you're going to get rewarded by seeing those players in their primes and beyond. I don't think the first time you play for a team, your first contract with that team should be $280 million. Like I just don't think that's the recipe for success. So you develop these guys into star players and then they get rewarded big time money. I would feel differently if Bogarts had stayed with the Boston Red Sox because I think that's what the Red Sox should have done. I don't think that Xander Bogarts has the same value for the Red Sox that he does the San Diego Padres. Maybe I'm wrong and I feel the same way about Manny Machado. His best years were with the Orioles. It would have made more sense for the Orioles to keep him than the Padres keep giving him these massive $300 plus contracts. There's only one thing the Padres' Machado can do to prove me wrong and that's by winning it all again I do feel like this could be the year that something like that is possible because spending is down from some of those bigger market teams the Dodgers it looks like are not in their way as it seems going into the season the Padres have to take advantage of this moment. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Ken McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so please rate review, and subscribe.